This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dot, I assume Tom. On April 16th, out of the Mohegan Sun, Bellator 257 is going to feature Desiree Yanis facing uh, Vita Artesia. I think I'm pronouncing her name right, but your name's the one that we need to pronounce right because we're talking to you today. Desiree, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. The first time this fight was supposed to go down was at Bellator 250, but uh, Vita got COVID or at least tested positive for COVID. I don't know how long she, she lasted with it, but at least she's healthy again. Um, Absolutely. You know, to, to come back now almost a year later and, and revisit the fight, and now both of you are healthy, and hopefully neither one of you get this horrible thing. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. What, a, you know, what does it mean to finally get in the cage with her? Oh, it means everything to me. Um, you know, the first time I was in camp uh, preparing for Vita, it was a little nerve-wracking because I knew what kind of fighter she was, very tough. Um, I've fought a lot of tough girls, but also this is my flyweight debut, so just being in a different weight class, fighting someone with her style um, had me a little nervous. I, mean, I get nervous every fight, you know, who, does, who doesn't? You should, if that means you want to win, but... Um, but this time around, you know, I've, I've definitely filled up, filled out into my flyweight um, weight class for sure. I'm a little bit thicker now in a good way for sure. My physique is completely different than the first time we met. So I'm excited just to see how, you know, I do with that. And also um, my mentality is completely different this camp. Uh, my first time preparing for Vita, it was like, I got to win. I got to win. This is my you know, Bellator, Bellator debut, I got to make a good impression. Um, but this time around, it's like, man, I'm just ready to get in there and have some fun. I have not once thought about I have to win, I have to win. Obviously, that's my goal, and I'm going to do everything I can to win. But, you know, even if I lose, I just want to have fun doing it. I just want to go in there and have the most fun, try, try new techniques out that I've been working on, just be the fighter that I want to be and try to execute everything I can just to be one step ahead of her and get my hand raised. Um, so it's been a blessing, honestly. I mean, it was really crappy that the fight got canceled. Um, I hated it, <laughs> but it was still amazing. Those were still paid me for my show money. They were still very awesome and took care of me the best that they could. Um, so I'm very grateful for them. And um, But, you know, like I said, I hated it when it got canceled, but it was also just a blessing in disguise, man, because my mentality is completely different this go around. So I'm super excited just to see how that, you know, goes with the fight, for sure. Well, that's awesome to hear the, that uh, your spirits are up, everything's better for you. Uh, the difference in going up one or two weight classes at the lighter weights in comparison to going for the men, say, from 205 to heavyweight, which has a huge 60-pound disparity, uh, you know, a huge 60-pound gap, uh, what's it like, what are the difficulties in that trans, uh, transition, going either up or down uh, within a weight class, but relatively close to what you normally walk around at? Um, yeah, so I, you know, I used to fight at 115, and uh, my coach uh, always told me that I am a huge 115er, which I never thought I was, but he constantly told me that I was, and, um, you know, and then when I see my opponents, I'm like, oh, yeah, I am a little bit bigger than her, and I'm not going to lie, like, every time I cut to 115, each weight cut got more worse, more horrible, more, like, just almost feeling like it was impossible, and so finally, you know, I got the call for a Bellator, and we decided, yeah, let's do it. Let's move up. Like, it's about time, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm getting older. It's not going to get any easier. 
And so I moved up to 125 and just, I mean, it, there's a huge difference. Like, I don't have to cut into my muscle. My physique looks so much better. I'm actually being able to, like, keep most of, like, my, my strength. You know, normally, you know, I'm, I'm about two weeks out. Normally, this time away from a fight, I feel so weak, tired. I don't ever want to even train. But now I'm like, I don't even feel like I'm about to fight. I feel so good. I have all the energy in the world. I just had my last bar session, and I did it. That was the best. My, my coach said it was my best my cardio has ever looked. And that's just because I'm not having to cut or, like, you know, I still get to eat. It's, it's pretty awesome. I'm still cutting weight, but it's definitely nothing like cutting the 115. It's, it's a huge difference for me. And the most important thing for me is keeping my strength. Um, I notice that my legs are still very full and my arms are still very full. So, you know, that that's important to me in a fight. Like, I know strength doesn't win fights, but it definitely helps. So, um, you know, kind of happy to see how everything transitions for sure. Right. Well, I remember Boss Rutten told me one time that he always fought close to his natural weight and didn't cut more than 20 pounds because you're always healthier and stronger that way. And it seems that uh, you're taking that advice uh, to heart and it's working out better for you. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a huge difference. Even my last camp with Vita, you know, I wasn't completely um, a flyweight yet. I was still walking around a little lighter than most flyweights. Um, and even then, you know, it felt, felt good. But now I was, when I started this camp, the second camp with Vita, I was walking around, around way heavier uh, than I was the first time. And even, even with the eight weeks that I had this time, it was still been such an easy drop and getting down to, you know, right now I'm 135, I'm 10 pounds away, which by this weekend I'll be almost five pounds away, which is nothing. It's crazy. Like it's, I felt so good. So I'm just excited because I don't think, you know, normally when I fought at 115, I would get super tired, super fast in the fights. And by the third round, almost feel like, week, you know, and I think that had a lot to do with the weight cut, um, so I'm just really excited to see, you know, how I feel as a 125-er, for sure. And at 125, it should be a little more exciting for you now that, uh, you know, you're going to be closer to your natural weight. It's uh, It's been easier, like you said, um, but how much harder are you hitting? How much harder are you kicking at this point? Uh, what's your stamina been like for, for the ground game since you don't have to struggle with, you know, wrestling in sauna suits? Oh, it's, I mean, night and day different. It's crazy. I mean, you know, um, I used to burn out so fast in my arms and my legs, and I felt like my muscle endurance just really wasn't there. And that was just because, you know, I wasn't getting the energy I needed, having to watch what I ate all the time. And I'm still obviously eating very clean, but I'm eating more than I was. So, I mean, I just feel so much stronger in my legs, which that's where all your power comes from. Uh, my wrestling feels great. My hitting, I feel like I hit a little harder just because I'm able to use all that power. Um, so I feel very confident, very strong. Um, you know, I, it's just really like night and day difference because I, I never knew, you know. I didn't know fighting a 115. I just thought, like, this is how everybody felt when they fought. But um even though I haven't fought at 125 yet, I already can tell a difference just in my sparring alone that, you know, this is, I mean, a huge, huge, huge like, step up. Like, it's a, it was a big change, but I'm glad I made it because, like I said, when I sparred at 115 two weeks out, I would die by, like, the second round just because I wasn't getting the nutrition I needed, the fuel I needed, and, you know, kind of cutting into my muscle. But now that's not the case, and that was the best bar session I had. Um, so just kind of excited to see and hopefully execute the same, you know, concept in, in the in the cage. So what are we going to see from you on April 16th on Showtime? 
you're going to see a bloodbath. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. Um, I know that she is a tough fighter, and I'm ready to bleed my own blood, too. Um, I think it's going to be one of the best fights on the card, even though there's a lot of amazing fighters on that card. But some about girl fights, man. We just don't give a crap, and uh, that's what I love about us. We, we were tough, and we're exciting. And me and her, we're kind of the same stylistically, you know, where we like to, you know, strike. We like to wrestle. We like to ground and pound. We're both tough as can be. So I think this is going to be an exciting fight. And uh, that's all I'm worried about, man, just making it fun, having fun. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not worried about winning. If it, if it happens, it happens. And I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen. But my main priority is having fun. And I think that's also something I've been working on mentality-wise because it's one less thing I have to worry about instead of just focusing like, oh, I got to win, I got to win. No, just go have fun. And then the winning will come, you know, as long as you're doing everything you're supposed to do, this winning will happen. But you got to have fun doing it. You can't worry about, you know, all the bull crap. Right. Is she a little more dangerous coming off of two two back-to-back losses, though? Um, I mean, you know, I'm coming off a loss, too. And I haven't fought. We both haven't fought in a year. So I think we're both going to come come out pretty strong um but that's the thing you know she she comes out pretty strong and and you know she tries to put put the pressure uh that's going to be my game plan too. try to pressure her because she doesn't do her best when she's getting pressured but um i just got to stay composed you know Uh, a lot of people lose with her because they start fighting her game and that's when they start messing up and I can't do that i really just got to stay composed and no matter how fast or hard she comes swinging at me I just need to work on what I've been working on and uh, be one step ahead of her and not fall into her traps or her games. Um, but dangerous, I think we're both dangerous. You know what I mean? We're both coming off losses. We're both eager. We're both hungry. Um, and we're both ready. So I think this is, like I said, it's going to be one of those fights where you don't want to you don't want to miss for sure. I dig it. All right, before I let you go, what's the victory meal? Oh, man, victory meal. I always say this and I never get it, but I just want a fat piece of chocolate cake right after my fight. I always say it and I never get it, but this time I'm getting it, man. I'm getting my chocolate cake. I'll probably eat it for breakfast. I don't know, but that's what's going to happen. I just, I have the biggest sweet tooth. I don't, you know, like since I've been fighting at 125, I still get to eat like my steaks and I'll get to have like a cheat meal here and there during camp, but I don't get to eat sweets like I want and I just want a fat piece of chocolate cake. That's what I want. <laughs> I dig it. Desiree, where can we find you on social media if we want to connect with you? Uh, Dirty Dez MMA on Instagram. That is me, Dirty Dez MMA on Instagram. And you spell it D-E-S or D-E-Z? D-E-Z, D-E-Z. Perfect. Desiree Yanis, April April 16th, live on Showtime from the Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, Bellator 257. Thank you so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care.